What's on Mike's mind? What's on Mike's mind? It's time to find out what's on his mind. Grab some oil and grease up your behind and find out what's on his mind. Boy, this has been a fabulous few weeks for dinosaurs. Thank you. Who's being leveraged here? Canton Hall and Von Lane. It was about, what, three weeks or so ago when I was walking in here from across the way and as I approached Olive Street down there, I noticed a sign on a stop sign or some such. Mm-hmm. And the sign said that there was a proposal afoot for renaming the street, mm-hmm. renaming Olive Street into Novitsky Way. Took a picture of that. Yes. We are about, our work address is going to be 3090 Novitsky Way. Oh my God. Isn't yes, that cool? It will. <laughs> yeah. Kind of badass, right? It will. Wouldn't you love to live on Starbuck Circle? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you're about to work on Novitsky Way. It's like Danny lives on Fart Knocker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spent my 20s on Fart Knocker. Well. I don't know what it takes to get something like this done. I don't know what manner of red tape and applications and debates and whatever they might have to go through in there to get the name of a street changed here in our Fairburg. But this got done exceedingly quickly. And it seems with very, very little objections. So the part of Olive Street between Field and Victory will now be known as Novitsky Way, the part that okay, runs... Okay, so it is just the chunk in between downtown yeah, that's what, and... that's what I'm reading. Okay. Because Olive Street is a very, very long street. Where does it end up, you know? Or how far... Does it head straight south? Or... It, or God, I don't... You know what? I, I know. hate directions down, down here. Down here, it's impossible. Yeah. Because everything's at an angle. Well, it goes through downtown. Yep. Yeah. And the key, does it keep going past? No. Does not? Uh, it pretty much starts at South Downtown, I believe, and then ends right there. There? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. Like you can throw North a, of Cuba, right? Yep. Yeah, north of Cuba. <laughs> Everything's north of Cuba that's not. And you get there in a car. You yeah. don't know that. That's right. But yes, this appears to have gotten done with... Very, very little blowback from anybody. The mayoral candidate, Scott Griggs, was on board with this, as was Roberto Madrano, one of the city council guys who was trying to get this pushed through. And it just seems like once this was proposed, everybody signed off. And this is what happens when we work together. Dude, Corby. it's such a layup, though. It's such a... It's the easiest thing ever. Yeah, it's the easiest thing ever, but a lot of easy things here in our Fairburg have gotten way tangled up. I agree with you there, but something like this typically will get green-lighted. I mean, who's going to say... No, absolutely not. 
What has he ever done to deserve some sort of honor like this? Yeah, this is the one. You're not going to run into the case of the one guy that doesn't vote to put Nolan Ryan in the yes. Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. No. Who said no to didn't, Babe Ruth? Didn't do enough. Uh-uh. No, he didn't pitch long enough. Yeah, this Made the one thing that, once. This is the one thing that we can all agree on. Yes. Is there anybody out there? And especially is there if you anybody fact- out there? Is there anybody that would God. that would say that Dirk doesn't deserve a street? Is, is there, there one guy? Is there some old curmudgeon out there that maybe has a business on this street or is in this area and doesn't want it to mess? Well, I might not get my mail. This is going to mess up. No. I got to print new business cards. Yeah. Nobody down that lives down here in betwixt Woodall Rogers and the American Airlines Center ha- is that old. Nobody down, down here even gets mail anymore. Mail? What's mail? Yeah, what, are you, what are you talking about? Is that a, a sex yeah, There's thing? not like there's any houses, you know? No. It's like all businesses and maybe you might have a high rise. Yeah, pretty much. My granddad ain't living in no high rise. No, mine didn't either. Paying six dollars for a cup of coffee. What? <laughs> six dollars. It's what it costs now. I know. That's right. Hey, he could make his own. That's why we would not let my grandpa go to come. Starbucks. He wouldn't come to the coffee shop with us because my mom wouldn't. What are you? What? Because he would demand to pay for it. Yeah, and she'd get some frappuccino. Yes. And it's like four eighty eight. Well, I'm not buying the store. I'm buying a cup of coffee. Yeah, he was all right with paying for it as long as it was, you know, about what he thought it should be. Here's his mind. You went to the diner. It cost 15 cents with unlimited refills. And here's what he would do to pay for said coffee if he went to Star. What he would do, and this is why my my mom wouldn't take him, he would pull out that coin holder that looked like like a a football football. (laughs) with the slot in the middle. And he would press it open, and he would start grabbing his quarters and nickels yeah. and prepare to pay 40 cents for probably three cups of coffee. Yeah. Two bits. Yes. Did you ever have one of those? Oh, hell yeah. Dude, I couldn't get enough of them, and to this day, I'm upset because my grandpa would always give me the ones that they would get at the bank. And always we woke from up. the bank. Yeah. It was bank the Chamber promotions. of Commerce, yes. And they were awesome. Why don't they make those anymore? Because everybody's dead. That's why. What? <laughs> the people that use them are dead. I know, but I would like one. No, you wouldn't. I would you'd like use... to have just it'd sit in your desk drawer. You'd open it up and go, oh yeah, rubber football with money in it. Cool. So I wouldn't carry it around? No. no. no you'd forget to, to bring it every day. I mean, forget your, 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 intentions, your intentions would be good. You know, it would seem like a good idea, but you would forget to bring it every day. And then you got to keep reloading it. Like a Pez dispenser, you know? I you like got to keep... See how fat I could get mine with money. Oh, you would put actual bills oh, in there? Everything. <laughs> Did you have one of those? Oh, God. I can't tell you how many of them I Don't had. Don't you wish you still had those? I've got First one State somewhere. Bank of Alvarado. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. And was it shaped like a football? Yes. First National Bank of Knox City. Man, I need those. I guarantee you one will arrive up here in a week. I need one from WeWoka. Okay. One will arrive up here in a week. <laughs> from WeWoka. Well, you yes. can do what my mom always advised me when I wanted something. You can want in one hand and crap in the other and see which one gets full the quickest. Golly. Your mom was so harsh. You have no idea. <laughs> She's right, though. 
So it is can. cool, though, because I never, when, when people tell me or ask me, where do you work? I say, we're right there by the American Airlines Center. I never say the address, but now I will. Uh, I work on the Whiskey Way. Yeah. Well, how about you? Where, do you? where do you work? I don't know. Fitzhugh? Ew, gross. I'm on Nowitzki Haskell. Way. <laughs> you don't so, even know who it's named after. Now we can set about the business of getting the statue built. Yeah. How long is that going to take? And where will it be? Do you right have to out wait? Here? Oh, yeah, it'll be on the south side because it's the plaza. It's yeah, the most trafficked the plaza, area. Right? Yeah. It'll be the north side. Like when we walk out, yeah. Well, it is the south side. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's stupid. The south side. It is, but it, that's the most trafficked area, right? It's got to be. Yeah, sure. So that's where it'll be. And do they wait until he goes into the Hall of Fame to do something like that? And wow. what what's the lag time to get into the Hall? Like baseball, it's five years, right? That's the only one I know. It's five, right? Oh no. Yeah, I think so. But this might be a job for your phone. He should know that. No, no, it is five. Okay. But I don't know what basketball I, I is, though. I mean, is there one in basketball? I don't know. I'm seeing three. Okay. okay. Wait, you know what? That's a nice... Because by in three years... When he goes in the, into the hall, then you de- debut the, the statue, Yes, right? and in three Unveiled. years as well, the Mavericks are going to be probably pretty decent, probably pretty good by that time. It'll be a big buzz around here, and it'll be cool. Man, I would love it if somehow Cuban could prank Dirk because they're going to have a big sheet over it, right, for the unveiling, and there's no doubt what it's going to be. It'll be a fadeaway, one-legged jump shot. Right. But what if somehow Cuban had a fake one made? And he's taking a granny free throw? No, 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 no. He's sitting on a toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Like reading reading a Playboy? Looking at his phone (laughs) on the toilet. How great would that be? And how funny would... I mean, Dirk would well, love that. Well, then what? I mean, it's made out of like paper and you know to look like a statue. But and then you wheel the real one in. Yeah. Okay. Let's get with cubes. Dirk doesn't listen to us. He just unveiled the the surprise. I don't know. He might, man. You'd be surprised. So we he, work. He on, hasn't worked out in two months. He ain't listening to the ticket. We work on Novitsky Way. Yes, yeah. we do. We work on Novitsky Way. Badass. The ticket. All right, so yesterday we were having a, I don't know if it was a laugh. It probably wasn't a proper laugh because it was a serious situation involving Dallas SWAT and all kinds of hostage negotiators and crap that was going on at this hotel. The Walnut Called Inn. the Walnut Inn. Mm-hmm. And we were like, the Walnut Inn. So and I did a little investigation and looked up the Walnut Inn. Mm-hmm. And it is over off Walnut Hill and Harry Hines. Yes, very affordable motel, seems to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got on TripAdvisor and determined that they had the best review that I've ever seen of a hotel, which simply said, just no. <laughs> <laughs> which got us to thinking, all right, what what are the worst hotels in Dallas? Because somebody sent you a link that had all like there's like 190 some odd hotels in the Dallas city limits. I believe according to TripAdvisor, there were 198 in in the city limits. And you know what? Everybody knows the best ones, of course. Everybody, Omni, the Crescent Plaza. Yeah, I mean the big giant ones that 
that hold all the events and everything. I mean, everybody's sure. either been to what, something, some event there, maybe stayed there, had relatives stay there, Hotel Zaza, Palomar, whatever yeah, that is those now. Those all get high marks on, on yes. the internet. But you don't often dip your toes into the, lower the, end. the other side of things. And we all see have seen these, too, I think. You see them everywhere. They're usually out more in, uh, in industrial areas, I-30, Ferguson, Dolphin, Samuel Boulevard, 20, Ledbetter. You know, the, you know the words. You know the streets, right? You might, might end up taking someone there. Yeah. For, for fun. For an hour. Or <laughs> yeah, to take a nap. So we got together and compiled the bottom of the barrel, the 10 worst bottom. motel hotels in the Dallas area. And clocking in at number 10 is Walnut Inn. Glorious. Right. Walnut Inn at Walnut Hill and Harry Hines, a reviewer, reviewed this hotel, and it simply said, just no. <laughs> so what we did is we came up with the names, the locations of these hotel motels, and some of the more interesting reviews. Because, oh my gosh, this is just a mountain of gold. All right, at number nine, we check in with the Palace Suites Dallas. Wonderful. Heard of this one? Don't think so. This is over off Samuel Boulevard and Dolphin Road. Oh, God. Okay. So that's right by Tennyson, right? Yeah, exactly. So if you're playing a nice round of golf, you need a place to stay, you might look to the Palace Suites Dallas until you read the review that says, it's the scariest place I've ever stayed, a hotel biohazard. <laughs> Man, it sucks that that One area, star. that that damn area gets such a bad rap. Because that is a great city treasure that I we agree. have over there. You know, that golf course is awesome. And yet, the what is it? Palace, Palace Inn Suites? Suites Ho- Palace Suites Dallas. It sounds regal. It does. Palace oh, Suites. All of these do. All of these do. Over there, though, the further east and south you go, the worse things get. Yeah. Well, things aren't real good up north either, because clocking in at number eight is the in-town Suites Dallas, located at Preston and the Bush. In-town? I-N-T-O-W-N. Oh. Okay. Whoa. Yes, this one also has one star. One reviewer said... I cleaned off something red from the headboard. <laughs> People were loitering outside and drinking, and I found human hair in the refrigerator. Oh, God! <laughs> this is off the bush? Yes. Preston in the bush. Yeah, the in-town suites Dallas. I think this is one of those extended stay places. Oh, where you live? Yeah, like you can live there for a week or a month. Man, it probably is. Those are, yeah, that's where it gets rough, Norm. Those are the kind of places that you go when you get kicked out of your, uh, of where you live. Yeah, like your wife's like, not only are you leaving, you're leaving now. Yeah. Or Or yeah, you get evicted. get evicted. Well, in-town suites will not be outdone because they clocked in at number seven as well at their Forest Lane location, which I believe is over near Hamilton Park. Their review... There were drug deals going on in the parking lot, and they were playing boom-boom music. (laughs) So many blunts, so many bitches. Real reviews from TripAdvisor. Boom-boom music. How grandpa is that? It's that bass that scares Mike. Yes. Yes, that bass that I don't like. Yeah. (laughs) 
out there playing their boom boom music. That's it. Damn it. Boom. All right, let's get back over. That's it. Let's get back over to Harry Hines, Mike. Mm-hmm. Let's do your old favorite neighborhood. Yes, sir. Let me interest you in the Anchor Motel. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, that is a Harry Hines perennial. The Anchor Been Motel. Been there forever. Are you serious? Yep. Well, the Anchor Motel also got one star. Mm-hmm. And here's why. One of the many reasons why. We'll list this one. The owner did not use words to communicate, only pointed and grunted. <laughs> I've been accused of that by at least three of my ex-wives. Pointed and grunted. It sounds like the giant from Game of Thrones, you know? Mm, Snow. Mm. Let's go to sunny south. Well, not sunny south Dallas, but deep, deep, far south Dallas, Michael. Because off of I-20 in Westmoreland, you will find America's best value in. Oh, God. America's best. How generic is that? America's best value in I-20 in Westmoreland. Yes. All right. This is kind of out Redbird Mall way. Okay. Redbird. Yeah, this is out Redbird Mall way. All right. Well, what you can expect to find at America's best value in is one person wanted to take a shower. Oh, no. Opened the bar of soap in the shower, but there was no soap inside the wrapper. Instead, there was a roach. What? They opened up the piece of paper to get the soap in the shower, and when they pulled back the paper, there was no soap but a cockroach. Oh, God. Real life experiences. Do you stay at that point? It is America's best. Best value. Well. That's debatable as well. (laughs) I love... uh, this simple review at clocking in at number four, Studio Six Dallas. Oh no, where's that? This is up near your neighborhood, buddy, in that little Beirut of Skillman and LBJ. Oh yeah, yeah. Boy, that is trouble. This woman was so troubled that she really couldn't. She had to express her emotion right off the bat. It started. The review starts with, "Do not come here. I am in tears writing this." <laughs> I mean, this one made a woman cry. It's so bad. Oh, God. Who owns these places? Is this like the, uh, I mean, are, are people moneyed that have these? Are these corporations? Or, I mean, it just sound no, no, really. No, these are independently know, owned, and a lot of them are, I don't know, from the other, other part of... Where, the world where wars are happening right now. Okay, India, Syria. It's a lot of uh, people from that neck of the woods. Yeah, that come over here and run these and somehow they motels. they own them and make money off them. I mean, are they charging thirty bucks a night or yeah. something? Thirty to fifty, super cheap. Damn. Do you remember our Super Bowl hotel in Houston? Oh yeah. Was that the Curry Inn? Yes, with Mike Curry Haven. The, the Curry Haven. Yeah. Yeah, not the Curry Inn, the Curry Haven. The place was weird, though, because, you know, the pl- the the end of it, or the side of it that we were in wasn't that bad. But you could walk down the halls and keep on walking, and you eventually would get to the other side where they were renting rooms by the hour. And there'd be a couple oh, yeah. of guys 
with a hot plate in there, cooking up curry and stuff. <laughs> and it smelled so bad. And the further down the hallway you'd get, you'd hear like, don't come down here. Do not come down here. Okay, don't worry about it. God. Yeah. This was in Houston? Yeah. Yes. Get out of my cab. <laughs> Who booked this? Cat? No, this was I don't know. Whoever was doing that at the time. Yeah. All right, we get to our top three, boys. The Alameda Motel, A-L-A-M-E-T-A, Alameda Motel on 35 and Regal Row. Wait, so that's uh, like Stimmons. Okay, and Regal Row. Mm -hmm. This review simply says, I am completely covered from head to toe in bed bug bites. The itching is unbearable. That's their review. Gross. The review says that. Boy, that's, that's that would be the worst. Yes, and you don't know, right? Like bed bugs, they're not. It's not like cockroaches. You can't really see them, right? Exactly. You don't find out until you've been eaten up. Oh, yuck! Let's move over to I thirty and Jim Miller. Okay. Where you All right, fun. now we're out there by that um, kind of a little bit east of Tennyson, toward the Grove. Toward the Grove. Yes, exactly. Boy, all neighborhoods are getting represented, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. You will find the Super N seven. I N N anything with super. Uh huh. I like the one word review of no. (laughs) (laughs) Simply no. 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 And this brings us to our number one worst hotel in the Dallas (laughs) Dallas area. This would be the Royal Inn. On Northwest Highway in 35. Okay. We got a little bit longer testimony here. There's nothing royal about this inn. The review says, Signs in parking lot warned us of drug dealing and prostitution. The parking lot of the hotel? Yes. Had a sign warning its customers that there will probably be prostitution and drug trafficking. Oh, my God. The room door had dents in it as if it had been repeatedly hit with a blunt object. (laughs) Turn TV on and immediately porn. What? Yeah. You didn't have to pay for it? No, he just turned it on and it was on porn. (laughs) That's like one of their four channels. Porn. ABC, CBS, NBC, and porn. Strolling in the colon. Booked the place for two days, but checked out after one. If you need a couple hours with a hooker, this place is for you. God. Five O has told me mm-hmm. that that's where that action has moved to these days. Really? Yeah. In those hotels up yes. around Stimmons and Walnut Hill and Northwest Highway. Like... It used to go down on Harry Hines and then way back in the day on Cedar Springs. Right. Down in Oak Lawn. Now it's up there. So like the, you know, that was the kind of the the rumor when I was a kid. It was probably factual that if you wanted a hooker, they were on Harry Hines. That's yeah. not the case was, really anymore. I'm sure it still is, but they're, they're they probably operate in and out of these these hotels. Yeah. yeah. Oh, kind of gone man. inside. They're kind of taking it inside. God, how can anybody be that desperate for sex? Seriously. I mean, for real. These days. I mean, it's not that great once you get it anyway, right? I know. And with those people, ugh. God, at those play, And uh, you got to suffer through bed bugs and blood. Uh Uh-huh. And dents. (laughs) Porn. Yeah, dents and porn. 
instead of soap, you're cleaning your armpits with a cockroach. Oh, gross. Oh, boy. Oh, that's Thank wonderful. You. Thank you, TripAdvisor. Yes, that Thank is TripAdvisor. Wonderful. The ticket. Seventeen-year-old daughter walks down the stairs to meet her date in a tube top and the tiniest pair of shorts. Bad life. And that time that you tore your ACL not by playing golf, but watching golf. Bad life. When you see the Viagra commercial and truthfully ask yourself, am I healthy enough to have sex? Bad life. Not to mention your only solid bowel movements come on Christmas Eve and President's Day. Bad life. Oh, it is dad life, and here is a guy who is good enough to produce three children, Bob. All right. This is a pre-Father's Day episode of dad life because one of the branches of dad life that I wanted to explore once we got our footing, and I feel like we have our footing, is some sort of consumer reports type approach to gifts for dead. Functional presence for the man. Like, I think uh, (laughs) this segment, this monthly dad life type tour stop on the uh, hardline calendar, is in fact generally for dads, you know, maybe... Those of us who have fathered children and they're supposed to know how things kind of in a family, we, we compare notes, crowdsource, and mm-hmm. just kind of learn to find solutions for being dead. Life hacks. I'm pro-dad. But what if you listen to this? What a stance. <laughs> like, what if you have a dad and uh, you're tired of buying him gifts? What if we were in that space? Dude. Dad has everything. But dad's also set in his ways. But what if dad wasn't set in his ways? Would it, so I have... Uh, well, let me ask you this before we get into this. Okay. Do you know any dads out there that do clamor for gift? They for ne- a year-round gift? Do they say, I have given you X, therefore you shall give me Y? It's a tit-for-tat thing. Like, do you know any dad? Because I don't. I don't know one dad that after Father's Day says, look at this cool thing that I got for Father's Day. He, no. The, the thing is, is that women, I don't really know how to say this. Maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> yes, go ahead. No, I definitely want to hear this. <laughs> I mean, if this doesn't get him, the uh, the leprosy will. Go ahead. But I feel that... They may be giving you gift to ensure that they get gift as well. That's a man with a hammer that hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Because the bottom line is, if you bottom. don't, and I'm telling this to all women, and men know it too, if you don't, if a dad doesn't receive anything, not a card. Not right. a mention. No, nothing. Maybe, yeah, maybe your kid... If he can speak, 
looks at you because the mom reminds him and says, hey, go tell your dad happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Hey, thanks, buddy. Right. And then if that's it, I don't... Great! Right? Mm -hmm. But I do think that there are women who scramble to figure out something to buy. Right. Right? I think so. Like full panic. When right. it does, you don't need to do that, but if you are, fine. So here's here's the issue is that uh, you're going to hear on the radio, you're going to think that uh, I've had my arm twisted by products and I want to I want you to know as consumer reports here can't be bought in the space. I mean, we obviously love sponsors and we want them to be happy and everything like that, but that's not what this is about. This is about things that I have received, whether I have uh, purchased them on my own or they've been recommended for me or gifted to me, mm -hmm. and I think I've got a pretty good idea for you in three different price points, because I don't know your family budget. I don't know what you think of your dad. Maybe you think he's a under $50 dad type, or maybe you think he's around $100, or maybe you think... No, you know what? Let's uh, knock it over 200 for dad. He's that great. That's a lot of money. It is. So three price points, three, thing, three things that I've added to my life in the last 12 months that I think just about any dad might be really into. Ready? Yep. Okay. You want to go cheap or expensive? Let's go cheap to most expensive. Okay. So this has only been in my game for literally... A week. Just started doing it. And the disconnect with me is I am a cheapskate. And I'm also set in my ways because dads are set in our ways. I don't know how I got to be ankle sock guy. But somewhere along the line, I became I was ankle sock guy. And I kind of hate the look because it doesn't look right. So with shorts, I always end up in back and flip-flops. And there are times where you want to wear shoes, but now you're trying to get ankle sock shoe and uh, clothes to look right it made no sense and then i started observing the world around me and i realized about 10 years ago the rest of the planet went to the no show sock and i could not understand how it doesn't slide down your foot like in the old days i don't get it either rubber so i'm here to tell you as new no show sock guy that I have found a brand called Bombas. Bombas are the bomb. They are great. And they're like pretty pricey. Like a three pack is over 40 bucks for ankle socks. For socks. Do you think? But they're comfortable and they work. Do they I, have the little rubber yes. gel thing on the the back of the uh, on the Achilles? Yeah. Does yeah. that stay on? Yeah. yeah. It, you can, you even can wash it and dry them. And it, it, in my experience, they've stayed on. I'm very optimistic because now it's almost like you're not wearing socks and you can just pull it off with anything. And it looks like that you have stink foot because mm -hmm. women will look at you and say, ooh, he's not wearing socks. But I am. But and women will wear shoes with no socks. I know, and they're gross. Yes. And let me tell you something else. All right? Yeah. Are you listening? I, I, Are you I, listening? I'm loud and Me clear. or yeah. women? You. I, yes, I'm listening. You like women. You hang out with them. One. The women, and it's girls and women, this preponderance of cowboy boot, jean skirt world with no socks on, or what appears to be no socks. Yeah. I've never asked anybody about this. I think they're no show socks as well. It's they're, the they're most wearing socks. disgusting thing. Them. 
ever. You think they're wearing socks with them boots? Yeah, they are. I was raised in a household where we buy the cheapest socks and the cheapest underwear, and becoming a man. For, yeah, you buy Fruit of the Loom, Tidy Whities, whatever yes. they were, the cheapest and thing then you could the buy. The dumb boxers where your thing gets stuck in the trap door all day and you're readjusting. <laughs> your <thing>. and <laughs> your ding dong. Yeah, Frank. <laughs> and, and I'm just. I feel like real success as a man, real having it together and uh, feeling like a million bucks is treating yourself to socks and underwear that don't suck. How about this theory, though? And Agreed. I, and I've, Spend a little extra on good drawers and good socks. Yeah, I yes. totally agree. But imagine me, Danny, explaining... That I walk into my house. <laughs> well, I would love to have a conversation with my dad where I explain $16 a pair. A pair. <laughs> For ankle socks. And there's my grandfather. <laughs> all right? There he is. He's sitting there. He's 100 years old. He's mm-hmm. watching Roadhouse. I walk in, and I take my shoes off, and there he sees socks that don't look like socks. And he says, what, what are those? Yeah. What are on your feet? Yeah, what are on your feet? Yeah. Right. Uh, Grandpa, they're socks. Huh? Yeah, they're they're they're. Well, I hope you didn't pay full price because they're only half of them there. Exactly, that's exactly what he would say. And then I would say they're called no-show socks. And right. Yeah, well, they're right. I can barely see them. They don't show nothing at all. How and, do you cover your calf muscle? And then you get them at the discount bin. Actually, Grandpa, I paid forty dollars <laughs> for three pair. He would die on the spot. I know. It sounds insane. It does. And so does. As you're holding your $7 latte. So does. <laughs> Coffee's a nickel. So does $22 for dry fit Under Armour underwear, but I got there too. $7 latte. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't get that either. Uh, middle price point. So this one's about. Uh, this one's about $125. Maybe $129. This is, these are Father's Day. All right, we got 40 bucks. This is uh, Father's Day uh, consumer reports, gift ideas that... Year-round gift. I These have been gifted to me, and they have all received five stars. So this is... Uh, and you saw it today in the cart. This oh, yeah. Is, is this your, your skull bandit? This is the Bushnell oh. w- Wingman GPS Bluetooth speaker. Right. Dude. I've tried a lot of Bluetooth speakers in my day. This is insane. They don't sound good. This one sounds great. Now, it has a magnet on it, so you can put it on your golf speaker, but you could not play golf at all. You just maybe want it on the patio or on your trip. You just want to link your phone and hear your tunes. And, and this the charge lasts, I want to say, about 10 hours. It's a great charge, and it's a great Bluetooth speaker, and it undercuts the other Bluetooth speakers I've bought over the years, and their batteries go dead after a while. They last like ninety minutes after you've had them a year and a half. And so this one, this one is pa- is getting all the check marks. And I haven't even told you the good thing, Danny. Has a little little coin with it, or a little uh, almost remote, a circle remote. Well, first off, he mentioned the magnet that it comes with. You slap the magnet on the side of it, yep. and it looks like the size of a. You mentioned a a latte or a, a venti drink. Yes. It's about that size. You put the magnet strip on the side of it, mm-hmm. okay? And then you just slam that son of a bitch. On your fridge. On one of the... No, yes. like as you're you driving could. in the golf cart, you just stick it on one of the, the railings, and it never moves. And, and it's not... And the magnet's installed. There's nothing to slap on. Oh, okay, okay. It, it's part of the speaker. And... But here's the I thing, I thought it Danny. was like Velcroed or something. I couldn't believe it stuck there. Every time the cart stops and you're by your ball, uh-huh. you push the button, 
and it tells you how far to the front of the green, to the middle of the green, and to the back of the green because it uses the GPS on your phone. Now, that's weird, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Like, I don't even have a range finder. This guy has got a speaker that yells at him when he gets out of the cart and stops and hits a button. You are 120 yards to the front of the green, 142 yards to the middle of the green, and 164 yards to the back of the green. From wherever you're standing? Yeah. So it's linked with your phone and knows where you are. Yeah. How does it know the... That's a big green, by the way. How does it know where the pin is? Well, it it goes middle, uh, front, front, middle, front, and middle, back. back. It's and up. then you got to determine where the where the pin is. Okay. But yes, wow. And the tunes are great. The charge is great, and it's like sixty dollars cheaper than the competitors that I've bought the Bushnell Wingman. I will say this because it's I made for golf. I use it is, but you the, know the one thing I use more than any other outside of underwear, shirt, shorts, socks, and all that. The one thing that I do use more than anything else is my portable speaker. And I still have one. I've told you guys this before. Uh, a Bose one that is from like 2009, which was a the Father's Day the gift. The XL Slim or whatever that well, is. Well, this one was a, a, it looks like a box. Yeah. You know, almost. And, I and have that. It's, it's in pieces right now because I took it apart. Mine has lasted through vomit, Kool-Aid, uh, beer, juice. armadillo goo. You still like that charge? It's still good? Uh, it Well, it... it, it Last the no. whole round? Yeah, it okay. will. It will. But I mean, dude, I don't even take it. I, it's old. Oh, it, okay. Now it's a um, it's a relic from the past. You just ah. keep it plugged in. And it's upstairs, and the kids use it like when we set up like uh, like movies and stuff like that. We'll use that thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. But now I have just the little circular thing. It doesn't have the golf aspect of it. But the, the these speakers have come such a long way in a decade, as you know, most technology has. But I use that thing all the time. That's a great year-round gift. Oh, yeah. Okay, high-end. We, we got to move fast here. Yeah. Love it. High-end. Now, this is, uh, is going to be a couple hundo. Uh-oh. It's the Big Green Egg Egg Genius. Now, you might say, well, I don't have an egg, and I don't really want this at all. I don't know how to help you, man, but over the last year and a half, I got into smoking the meats, right? There's plenty of girls out there. I'm sure each one has their own thing. I was very skeptical, though, of this until my wife just said, Merry Christmas. It's awesome. So what it is, is it hooks up to your Wi-Fi, and it's basically an app where you are watching the temperature of your brisket or your ribs or whatever, and I'm telling you, as a young meat smoker... As somebody inexperienced in the game, regulating the temperature over the course of a 10 to 12-hour cook is a beating. This little thing regulates it for you. And so you could be off at the store. You could be on the couch. You could even take a nap. And it has the temperature area, and it's got a little fan hooked up to the the vent. To keep your head cool? No, there's a fan to the oh. vent, and the Wi-Fi will uh, regulate the temperature, and then if it drops, the fan kicks on and brings the temperature right back to where you want it and stays in the window. You don't even have to cook. You literally you just, you can leave. You li- well, and that's the goal, right? You don't want smoking a nice brisket or some ribs or a nice pork butt. You don't want that to be a beatdown, do you? You want no. you're a man. You deserve an app you're that keeps. Y- that keeps it where it's supposed to be. You're a young meat smoker. You are. You're a young 
Your Honor, I'd like to call to the stand young meat smoker. You're an inexperienced meat smoker. You don't need to be worrying about this all the time and adding stuff and trying to get the levels up. How about just a sweet little big green egg, egg genius that fires up and gets that right back to 250? Because we're going low and slow on this brisket, aren't we? And everyone's going to cheer for you, and all you did is mess with an app. All right, I'm going socks. I want you to get me socks. Well, you're not my dad. And if oh, I got, thought this is what I wanted. And if I got my dad a three, what pair, I three pair of no-show socks, that's almost worth just doing it to prank him. <laughs> like, or, what are you doing? Or get him the the meat app, and he and, doesn't even own an egg. Hey, Dad, do you know any played, young... And he's never played golf. Right. Dad, do you know any young meat smokers? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Dad Life. Good there you stuff. Go. Yeah.